Are you ready? Yeah, but now I'm cold. I knew it. Okay. Ow! Poop! My computer hit my ankle bone. It hit your ankle bone? Yeah. Oh. Okay, I'm okay. Ready? Yeah. Oh. So, there's a whole thing. There's a catch-22 here. Because when you don't eat, you spend the whole episode talking about food. When you do eat, you promptly fall into a food coma. Sounds about right. So, I don't know how to... Maybe just eat during the entire movie? Didn't we already decide that last time? Yeah, we did, but didn't do it. No. And haven't yet. Correct. Yeah, we did once. What do you mean once? We did. I had chips and something else in between and something else. And it kept you awake? Mm Mm-hmm. And then you food coma after the movie? Alright. What did we watch? Bambi. Bambi? Mm-hmm. Okay, and how long did you stay up? Um, I was awake until the snow came. The snow? And that then... put you to sleep because everybody else was hibernating, so why not? Probably. <laughs> and then I woke up again as the quail was freaking out, like, I have to fly, I have to fly. I have to fly, I have to fly? Yeah, he's coming, he's getting closer, and the other quails were like, don't fly, oh. don't do it, and, <laughs> and it does it. Yeah. He gets uh... shot, and then the fire starts. Okay, uh, so it started out with the the credit sequence, which I didn't particularly like. Do you not remember the credit sequence? No. Okay, but I didn't like it very much. Then uh, it's like okay, so mu- much of this movie is settling into the forest atmosphere. It's it's Lion King in the forest. Yes, it, it very much is. <laughs> but didn't Lion King come after? So isn't yeah. Lion King this in the? No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> no, this came out in the 90s, remember? <laughs> yes, that's what I thought. Yes, you're right. I also thought that Bambi was a girl. I've thought that for like, decades now. <laughs> so, nope. not the foremost authority on that. Yeah, so, pillow? Hold on, I can do it. I don't want you to have to move it all. That would just be Thanks. too taxing on you. Thank you. Uh-huh. What happened after... After the credit sequence? So then the Lion King scene happens and all the forest animals go to see the new prince that was born. I still can't believe... So, but this actually did come long before Lion King. Yes. So Lion King is the control C of... What is this called? Bambi. Yes. All right. So yes, all the animals are coming. But I like that there's something oblique about starting from that angle, uh, you know, and then they the animals are the one driving you into the protagonist, even mm-hmm. though I got kind of annoyed because the protagonist is the center of the universe, mm-hmm. but the protagonist is the prince. So it's like, all right, to some degree. Um, I kind of like the oblique angle of just having the other animals. You see them interacting and doing stuff and they're like, oh, we've got to go. And that's how you meet the protagonist. Yeah. I do kind of like that. Yeah. What happens after that? Um, it's just Bambi growing up, learning to walk and learning to talk. And I mean, I appreciated that because it was, it was developmentally, the (laughs) the development of language happened Um, as if it really would. Like he learns that this flying thing is a bird and says bird. And so then everything that flies must be a bird. And so he calls a butterfly a bird. And then he learns, oh no, that's a butterfly. And anything that's like floaty, flappy like that must be a butterfly. So then he calls a flower a butterfly. And I just appreciated that progression at least. Right, because when deer are learning English, that's exactly how it happens, especially when they're taught by rabbits, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. So uh, through this whole thing, Thumper is the one kind of bringing him along. Yeah. Teaching him about the world and about different animals and laughs hysterically, like excessively hysterically, when he calls the skunk a flower. Yeah. 
and then so you're meeting a bunch of the animals around um and the bambi is just characterized at this point as you know just a new person or whatever so has to learn how to do all these things really clumsy and yeah doesn't really have a personality it's just clumsiness you know that's that's the extent of it yeah we didn't mention we did mention that all of the characters who uh, had speaking parts were male <laughs> yeah except the mothers uh, yeah and the the Felaine only came. females except for later the only females they're defined by the role as mother that's that's the only way they get into the <laughs> get into the movie get on mm-hmm. camera is that they're defined as mother and later defined as breeding options <laughs> but those are the only females in the movie which is curious it was yeah. what like 42 or something like that when it was made i don't know i didn't look at it okay good job yeah so then after that what happens um you go they go to the meadow for the first time right yeah they go to the meadow and he meets feline so there's an image on this it's when bambi's about to run out into the meadow just haphazardly you know as Mm -hmm. a naive little thing that he is and the mother hop, jumps in front of him and she's it's like the silhouette of the mother mm-hmm. and that image i thought was really an interesting image yeah so I interesting that. yeah um yeah so he's learning all about the meadow and then prince the great prince of the forest comes out and everybody pays homage to him right and he's the great prince not the king so therefore Correct. lion king is off the hook yeah <laughs> yeah that's all it took um and then right and i like also structurally they have this scene is about the great prince you know it's about introducing that character and the role of that character in the forest but it transitions it surprisingly transitions into showing the threat from man yeah because uh, the great prince is going up the the hill and then sees that there are people coming and and the birds are taking off and and then the stampede happens and the boss is in trouble and yeah (laughs) exactly i mean simba's in trouble yeah (laughs) and parent has to come back and rescue the simba i mean bambi but it's uh who rescues bambi it was was the mother who rescued bambi at this no No, it was the yeah mother rescued well the father um finds bambi and but the mother comes oh right mother comes swooping in because um i was I was like, my heart was beating all super fast because I thought this were yeah where it happens. So I was yeah. like, oh my god, I'm like really scared right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then it kind of gives you that false, it, you, you know, you see hear the shot and then it ju- cuts scene. So you're like, yeah. is that the one? Yeah, yeah. So I really appreciated that. It engaged me. And then, but they get away, and then the father becomes an absentee father again. Would you have been engaged had you known not known that the mother was going to eventually die? I don't know. Yeah. Spoilers, geez. <laughs> but I don't know. That's like the one thing that is repeated everywhere about this movie, you know? So yeah. I don't, there was, I can't remember a time I ever didn't know that that was the case in this movie. So yeah. I don't know if it would have been impactful. Well, yeah, because I mean, that's, that's the impactful point, I think, for any child. Because I feel like this is one of the first Disney movies, if not the first, where the parent actually dies in the movie. Like yeah. you see it, well, quote unquote, see it happen. Right. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think it wouldn't have the resonance that it has if it wasn't for it being engaging. Yeah. You know, so. But what happens after that? Mm, Then the snow comes. 
And he walks around in the snow and Thumper shows him the ice. And And there's a little, because they really settle into this uh, letting Bambi explore the world and and interact with other animals and stuff like that. And sometimes I think it goes on for too long. Sometimes I think it's it's a little too much of that. Because there's not a whole lot that's actually happening through most of this stuff. And it's all coming from the same character trait of... I'm new. <laughs> I don't know right. how the world works. So somewhat, I'm I'm in and out of boredom in some of this part. But I think partly, I mean, yeah, it's that coming of age story. I think why I fall asleep maybe <laughs> is it's because it's like Fantasia mixed with the coming of age story. The story's told with music. It really, yeah, it's, absolutely. It really is. Like there are large chunks of the movie that have no dialogue, no speaking. It's just told with the music. Yeah, the animation is, is synced up with the music mm-hmm. and or the music synced up with the animation, but it, it drives it through a whole lot of it. Yeah. And you think that just has a soporific effect on you? I think so. Because <laughs> I thought it was just the snow and just made you hibernate and that that was it. That but, could be, but... Yeah, it, it makes sense because you can't stay... You stayed awake for second Fantasia, though. Fantasia 2000, you stayed that's, awake through the whole thing. I think that's the one where we decided I was going to eat. Oh, was it? Okay, so... <laughs> so Fantasia, when we watch that again, you're going to have to eat through the whole thing. Yeah, don't flare your nostrils at me. <laughs> but yeah, that's an excellent point that the music is it's a lot like Fantasia in that way that they sync it up exactly you mm-hmm. know it's like musical beats are exactly what the animation beats it's not just background or anything like that right uh, and speaking of music there's that one spring song drip drip drop little April showers uh, I really really like that song <laughs> I don't know it was just it absolutely worked for me I really liked that song and I liked I mean when he was running from the stampede was it from the stampede or a different time but there was some kind of exciting music there that was going at some point yeah and i was like i really like this music so i think the music throughout this i actually enjoyed a lot i agree and i i appreciate how well it syncs up i just don't think it, i can sustain <laughs> yeah and i think it has a similar effect on me because i think these were some of the lulls in my interest or enjoyment of it yeah so it might it might be a similar thing and i don't know what that is like i said i didn't even know i fell asleep a lot of times i know i'm falling asleep and i'm uh-huh. like ah, oh, well it's just gonna happen <laughs> But this time, I didn't know I'd fallen asleep until I woke up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I definitely did. And then after that, so we get through the snow. We get, oh, yes, because it's when um, the first patch of grass shows up and they're going to eat the first patch of grass. And then the mother hears something and they take off and that's when she gets assassinated. Maybe that's why I fell asleep, too. Just natural defense. I knew that was coming oh, next. Oh, it might have been. I was actually kind of glad that you were asleep. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't going to watch that again after react to it okay so my parents put on this movie for a small child at bedtime and then all just went to sleep like i heard it going on downstairs and i was like what is going on and i mean thankfully my mom happened to get up right after this happened because i heard her asking like what just happened yeah. Oh my gosh. What kind of parents do that? <laughs> or grandparents nonetheless. Or aunt wow. and uncle, whoever, you know. But yeah, that's that's serious freaking stuff to have to take in as a kid. Yeah, a six-year-old. Wow. I think six, yeah. 
but it's uh yeah it's pretty freaking heavy and then like they play it pretty on the level like they don't overdo it or anything mm-hmm. they just they show that bambi is seriously affected by it and his father comes back he's like okay fine i'll be invested in my <laughs> child i guess and then uh they walk off and it's a transition into the they really do the passage of time really well in this because they have to do it multiple times where it's like the first day of life and then they go through they show the seasons changing Mm -hmm. so you really get a sense of time passage and the real like they're experiencing the forest and the the critters and all that stuff around Mm -hmm. i think they really did that well and then it transitions to like bambi's an adult now Partly, though, I had that thought. One, because you were like, I don't think it's April anymore. Maybe it's May when the leaves are falling. Yeah, good joke. But Bambi hadn't grown up much at all. He was still the little fawn with spots. Well, fine, but do you know the gestation of, uh, like, how long it takes for a deer to turn into a non-spotted deer? No. Huh? No. So it was fine. Okay. It's not going to be one or two seasons or whatever. Yeah, it's like from they're full grown to, in a year. From spring to fall, though. Oh, I Okay. Because it was just spring to fall. That's all they had. And then they were yeah. in winter. And then so a couple more seasons until he was going to be. Okay. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But anyway, so he grows up. He's got his uh, his antlers. Then he becomes Twitter-pated. Yes. And this is the origin, actually, of Twitter. Did you know that? This is where Twitter came from. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Because it has all three of them. And uh, they're all interacting with other people. So you see how it's branching out. Mm. And then they have to do short messages uh, because when Thumper was having his ear touched by the girl, he moved his foot a whole really fast. So that's what it was like shooting out the messages. So that's where Jack Dorsey got the idea for Twitter. The more you know. Anyway, yeah, so Twitter paid it. And it's got the skunk and Thumper and Bambi. And they're talking skunk to the owl. A name. I don't care. Flower. Is it? I thought he they just can made call that up. me Flower yeah. if he wants to. <laughs> Thanks. But the owl tells him about the birds and the bees, and then um, they all right away find <laughs> find females. And I didn't like this. Something about Thumper's adult voice. Uh, it seemed like a parody. Like it bothered me. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't like it. Uh, but they all walk off and they meet some girls, and and then Bambi meets his girl, and he's he's already met her. Well, fine, whatever. But so Bambi and Marzipan, they start like hanging out and stuff. And then they go to, do they have the whole little frolicking thing here? Sure. Because I was like, my interest was dipping, dipping, dipping throughout this whole thing. You were asleep. And then there was like their frolic deal at night. And there were, there's a bunch of stuff like fluttering around and they're standing on like a waterfall. And I thought it was absolutely gorgeous. Like I was like, Mm -hmm. wow, I'm completely reinvested again. I don't know what happened, but I just completely. Completely interested, wanted to know what happened, what was going to happen, and even if it would have ended right there, I thought that would have been an amazing image to end it on, you know? Yeah. But then it goes on, and they, they're hanging out more, and what happens after that? Do you remember any of this? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I loved all those images, and then I think they're just, like, asleep somewhere, and then he has to go out to look for something, and sees that there are... 
Oh, there's there was a camp. That's right. So the men, presumably men, um, had set up a camp and they had a fire going. And then the the main prince guy said, oh, "We have to move. We have to get out of here. Uh, we have to go really deep into the forest because they're setting up here and it's going to be a problem." So they're like, "Okay, we'll do that." And as Bambi's running, because Bambi's following the prince guy, uh, but he's like, "Oh no, marzipan!" And then he turns and goes back to their little cove deal. But she was already getting up, looking for him because she woke up and she's like where are you and runs the other way mm. and so he's trying to find her she's running off who knows where and then she gets chased by a bunch of hunting dogs well, that was i saw that part you didn't see that part yeah because that's after the quail starts freaking out you're such a liar yeah and wasn't geez. the quail freaking out way earlier than that i don't know the quail for i didn't see where the prince I woke up to hear Feline, Feline saying, Bambi, Bambi, and then the quail going, I can't do it. I'm going to have to fly. I got to fly. And then she did. And then that's when the hunting, so the bird gets shot, all the animals start running away, and then the dogs come after Feline, and then she gets up on a cliff, and that's where Bambi comes back and hits him with his horn. Yeah, hold on. Oh my God, don't race through. This is the amazing part. <laughs> I was blown away because first, she, yeah, she's up on the cliff and they're all trying to go after her, But there are like eight to ten dogs here. Mm-hmm. And then Bambi comes racing around the corner like full speed. He can't even see. And then just bam into all of them like they were bowling pins and he's a bowling ball. Like my horse? Yeah, your <laughs> Yes, your horse. That was pretty amazing. Pinel pony, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Penelope for short. Okay, yes. Um, but Bambi runs into him and then he's doing all sorts of crazy. This is an awesome fight. He's like mm-hmm. hitting this dog and going for that dog and then he does like a, a Shawn Michaels sweet chin music into one dog and then he hits the other ones and then he's holding them all back while she jumps off and runs off into the distance and then he's fleeing up a thing, getting bitten and stuff and runs up a hill and knocks these rocks down and they all hit all the dogs. But he was crazy outnumbered and this is a finally him becoming a freaking adult and not being such a wuss all the time so it was like it was a good flowering of that oh there was one yeah that's i totally forgot that part that was so stupid there was like a random when he was first hanging out with marzipan or whatever her name is there was one random male deer that had no dialogue and no name or anything else and he came out of like the woodwork and was trying to like mess with her it was like the guy in the bar scene and then Bambi has to fight him for her affection. And the guy doesn't get to say anything or have any personality. They just fight. Bambi wins to show his virility and then that's it. Okay. But anyway, he gets to show himself. If they just cut that out, they, he gets to show how awesome he is when he fights all the dogs. But then they run and or she runs. He's had to run a different way. And then he's leaping over a thing and gets freaking assassin's bullet shot like JFK in transit and then he's lumped on the floor and a fire starts over the whole forest and it's just like oh my gosh this is escalating this is crazy did he actually get shot though yeah he got shot okay I mean well it doesn't show the blood or anything right <laughs> but I mean it wouldn't have made a whole bunch of sense because you hear the shot and then he yeah. collapses and if he was just like afraid of the sound while the fire's coming that would be I, maybe he got grazed Great, maybe I don't know because I mean if the dad prince could come and be like stay Stand up. He obviously didn't get wounded too bad. Well, he had to motivate him, though. Yeah, because he turned back into his wuss self. <laughs> he didn't turn back into his wuss self. He got actually shot. Okay. 
And but the, yeah, the dad one comes back and he's like, he's like, oh, get up, get up. And then he gets up and they both run out of the fire. And this is an intense part two because the fire keeps popping up everywhere. And then they end up uh, back at the like all the rodents and stuff are on an island somewhere. And, and so is Marzipan. And then they come out of the water in silhouette. Oh, badass. Like, do you see all the fires in Grand Coulee? What? No, there are tons. What does that have to do? Fires in Grand Coulee, like yeah. where the dam is? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you think there's some Bambies fling that? Probably. I don't... That's what made me think. Then they jump into the Columbia River, just like the animals in this one. All right, yeah. But anyway, so they get reunited. Mm-hmm. And then he gets to be... Um, he impregnates her. Right. So they have a couple of kids, but they're doing it. So they, they have a mirrored thing where yeah. in the beginning they go to see Bambi. Now they're seeing Bambi's kids. Right. And the little skunk guy named his... Flower. Named his little baby Bambi. Yeah. That's so sweet. But then, yeah, they go see the new kids and they had a couple of them. Mm-hmm. And then Prince and Prince are standing up on the thing, but the main prince walks off to signal that, oh, now it's your kingdom. Yeah. As far as your eyes so can see. So now he's the deer formerly known as Prince. Oh my gosh. How long have you been sitting on that joke? Just came to me. <laughs> Just came to you, huh? All right. <sighs> but anyway, so that's the movie. Yeah. And anything else you want to say about it? I don't think so. Probably because you missed most of it, right? I didn't miss a whole lot. You missed a whole lot. No, I missed the Twitter painted and their fording and the fighting off. That's all I missed. And the notice of the humans. That's a pretty big chunk of it. Nah. Yeah. All right. So is that it? Mm-hmm. No way. But you don't want pineapple. No. Do you want orange? Yes. But do you like orange or do you just get it because it's the only one you can get? It's okay. Apart I like it pineapple. with the chocolate chips. That sounds disgusting. Why? Orange and chocolate chips. Yeah. What are you doing on your phone? Uh, plexied stuff. What did we watch? Again, watch is a loose term <gasps> for Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch. You were dreading and hated this movie before we watched it. Yeah. You had ultimate, what's another word for hatred? What's another? <laughs> Disgust. I want to say ignominy, but that's different. That's shame. Yeah. And so you wouldn't have had the shame for that movie. No. But you vociferously... <laughs> wanted to destroy everything that had to do with Lilo and Stitch, didn't you? No, not that bad. Including Lilo. No, You wanted no. her dead. You wanted her house burned to the ground. You're crazy. <laughs> You're crazy. Okay, so how did this movie start? She's trying to feed a fish and gets in the water or something. A peanut butter sandwich. Yeah. No, no it doesn't start that way. It starts with the... Oh, when right. When they're meeting Stitch. Right. Um, and he was created by some random scientist guy to be all destructive. I don't understand. Like I mentioned, like, why is he such an abomination? How... Why in just seeing him is everyone so appalled? Because it wasn't just seeing him. The scientists described him before they, anybody said, oh, no, we have to destroy that. Yeah. I don't know they all gasped when it was revealed so oh really mm-hmm. he already described him or yeah. it was for the laughs okay 
But so he um, says that he's just like a he's like fireproof and other thing proof, and he just wants to destroy things. Yeah. And then last maniacally, and they're like, "Well, you can't do that. And we're gonna get rid of him." Why would he create that? Because he's a scientist. That's what scientists do. Oh. They're evil. Okay. And then they're gonna shoot Stitch off into they're like send him to a desert planet to get rid of him. An asteroid, an uninhabited asteroid, is what they said. Okay, but uh, then he like breaks out. Yeah, it's pretty clever on his part because they said you know those guns are trained on just his DNA profile, so he spits on the guard. Right. <laughs> so the guns shoot out the walls, and then he breaks out. Yeah. And so he gets a ship, but he ends up he like turns on the super booster light speed thing and ends up on earth er 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 and then um he crash land well then we see lilo right Mm -hmm. then we meet lilo and her sister and do we know what happened to the parents well lilo talked at some point about it was they went for a drive and it was really rainy oh so okay we can assume that there was some kind of car accident no they just took off in there yeah yeah gambling on an an island right (laughs) but so they established kind of the the home life and lilo's at school right and she has a big Mm -hmm. conflict with all of her classmates and assaults one of them (laughs) yeah bites and punches and bites her yeah uh, but then she's, before she goes all Mike Tyson on that girl, she was in a play or something and like messed it up because she had just gotten there and was all drenched. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, but her friends, quote unquote, don't like her because she's weird. And she said, what is the other weird thing that she said? <laughs> she did some, a bunch of weird stuff. She said she had to give the, the fish a peanut butter sandwich. Right. And this was really important to her. And right. then she, oh, the, the, because pe- the, fish controls the weather right because the fish controls the weather and then she had the doll who she said had diabetes or something yeah and so none of the kids wanted to play with her and we have to stop for a second because we what? both laughed at the fact that the, her sister told her to feed it a tuna sandwich <laughs> yeah that's a pretty good joke she was pretty outraged uh but <laughs> there were i laughed multiple times yeah uh during this movie um then lilo gets home and they're like being evaluated by cps or something yeah and what happens so she has that whole run-in with her f- quote-unquote friends and then goes home to pout and she nailed the door shut and her sister right. couldn't get in her sister went to go pick her up at school and she wasn't there right i'm trying to figure out how old this kid is he's just Tough to tell? Yeah. Well, she. So was that a legit class or was that like a preschool kind of class? That's what I think. I think, I mean, I think it was more preschool and this is why. They're, the girl was riding a tricycle, like a big wheel. Uh-huh. They keep picking up Lilo and holding her kind of like she's a baby. Yeah, they do that a lot throughout. Um... But then would leave, like, I was thinking maybe four, but who would leave a four-year-old home alone? Like uh, A terrible guardian who <laughs> shouldn't have the kid? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I mean, and then punching and bite, biting someone would be some, you know. She's pretty well-spoken, right? Yeah, but so is my niece. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. Huh. <laughs> um, wait, the, the boss niece, or is it a different one? The boss niece doesn't speak much yet. Oh, or <laughs> she just exudes her authority through, like, <laughs> yeah. emoting and, and body language? Yeah, All right. the four-year-old, if you will. Oh, okay. 
But yeah, so she she gets home and then she's going through that. She nails her sister out, but this is the day that the um, CPS guy is showing up to see if uh, she's apt to take care of her. Right. And so there's uh, hilarity ensues. Um, because all the things are going wrong. And then, oh, it was actually funny. Like Lilo, when she was trying to read yeah. what her sister was saying. <laughs> and yeah. Like, and she punishes me yeah. sometimes five a day, times a day with bricks in a pillowcase. Yeah. So that was pretty good. And so I... Th- like I like Lilo and I like her sister as yeah. characters. I think I just enjoy them and think they're quality, you know. And there's uh, you could tell that Lilo she has a simple set of backstory, but it has a manifestation of the backstory that's you know it's it's more to it than she's just sad or something, you know. She's yeah. she talks some weird stuff that's still funny uh, and entertaining, and and the two people that you like are in conflict. Like that is what makes real movies real characters you know yeah it's like what do you do with it you really you engage it more when two people that you like are in conflict and she constantly does things that are freaking annoying Mm -hmm. and and you still you're like come on kid (laughs) yeah pull it together but then what happens after that so she sees a shooting star but really it's stitch falling to earth and prays for an angel or a friend and her sister is overhearing her so they're so they decide to go get a dog and there's a like there's it, thematically there's stuff that's too on the nose like when she's singing a song was it an Elvis song or something yeah it's so lonely baby yeah she's singing that uh, when her sister's coming in through the door it's like yeah. that's a little on the nose uh, and then she prays to the star that she wants to you know not be alone and it's like yeah. we could have gotten that from her not getting along with her friends you know you didn't have to hit that so hard yeah I actually appreciated the the way they lined up the Elvis music so that she was singing in response to what her sister was saying Oh, really? Yeah. Did you like that? Yeah. <laughs> I may not have caught that. I just know that she was mouthing some of the words. Yeah, because her sister said something to her, and she replied with the lyrics from the song oh, at okay. that point of the song. All right. All right. And then, so she wishes on the star. Stitch ends up in a... He gets hit by a car and ends up in the pound. Mm-hmm. And they show up at the, the pound to get a puppy. Mm-hmm. And when Stitch is trying to leave... What? Well, first, all the animals are terrified. terrified. <laughs> yeah, terrified. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I will. Um, but yeah, so they're terrified. And then he tries to leave. And this is kind of part and part. The things that I dislike the most about it are the convenient plot elements. Yeah. They have a ton of those where it's like this thing has to happen just this way to keep the plot moving, you know? Right. So here's Stitch trying to leave, but there's, the people are out there waiting and so he has to go back in and, and then they go, then Lilo goes and finds him in the back and decides that he's the one because all the other ones are... <laughs> Scattered up the yeah. So picks him, yeah. Stitch realizes that he needs to make himself look like a dog because of the poster, so he pulls in all his alien parts. Right, right. Um, they struggle a bit because he's not a great dog, and then but they take him home. They don't go straight home, right? Because it's the first day. All that other stuff that happens. Yeah, like she goes to work. He goes to work with her and ruins that. Yeah. He's still, like, he already has some manners because he goes to eat all the cake and then spits it back up when she says, hey. Yeah, but what happened to make that happen? What do you mean what happened to make that happen? I feel like there was some, we're missing talking about something that happened in between when they got her, got him and that dinner. What? Did we just, I mean, they had the fire 
spinning guy and... Yeah, there was something else, though, that some kind of bonding something. James bonding something? (laughs) All right, well, fine. There's some insert bonding moment here. Yeah. And then he gets, Stitch gets attacked by the people who are trying to get him, the Mm -hmm. aliens that are trying to get him, and, but she gets fired because of it. Right. And then, um, then they go home and, and just have a night where he's, he's being crazy. Is this where he makes San Francisco and wrecks it? Maybe. I think so. Like, Sheehan said, this is your house and this is your bed and yeah, I think then he makes San Francisco. It's like, you're always wrecking things, can't you make something and... Right, so then he makes it, then wrecks it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, and I also like Stitch as a character. I like that he's... What are you doing? You twitching? No, my ankle hurts all of a sudden. Your ankle? Yeah. Which ankle? Left one. I'm sorry. It's all right. But he's... Because uh, he's struggling with his inter- his inclinations, you know, his right. inclinations uh, to destroy. What? That was the bonding thing. What? They stole the, the big wheel from the kid and went oh. all over the <laughs> island. He was trying to get off the island? No, no yeah. he was trying to find a big city. He was oh, trying to destroy. To, yeah, trying oh, okay. to find a big city to destroy. And then they finally... She's like, isn't that beautiful about living on a big island without any big cities? <laughs> and he was like... Bah! <laughs> so, so there, that was the bonding part. Okay, okay. So we filled that in. But then, so what, so, but they go home and then, mm-hmm. then what? You don't remember because you fell asleep I now. did. Yes, I did. Did you fall asleep after me? Uh-huh. Okay. So there's a good chunk of the middle here that we both missed. I'm pretty certain it was just more try to catch the alien, protect the mosquitoes and people and bonding because yeah. I woke back up to them all surfing together. That's what I remember next. That's all I can think of, too. When they do the surfing, that was one of the things that kind of... It was, again, the the um, just serendipitous or convenient plot thing where the if the CPS person had showed up 10 minutes ahead of the time that when he did show up, then they would have just been hanging out on the beach. But not true. What's not true about that? They would have... He would have shown up when they were surfing. Lilo doesn't have his life jacket on. Like, <laughs> yeah. Probably like, not the safest, wisest choice. Yeah, that's... That would have been enough. Probably. Like, no life jacket. Child Take endangerment. I don't know about that. Aren't they like born and bred to surf in that place? So just out of the womb they start doing that? Yeah. Yeah. Surf out of their mothers. <laughs> By the way, still have not tried to surf on my shield yet. Yeah? I forgot that was a thing. Maybe I don't. Do I that. just jump off cliffs and ride my par- par- paraglider down. Yeah, glider sure down. do. Sure do. Uh, and take ridiculous routes to try to board your freaking horse. Unbelievable. Hi. So then, but then he's like, okay, well, I'm taking the kid tomorrow, so just be ready for that. And then the next day in the morning. As they're leaving, David tells the Stitch that he thought they were really going to make it until Stitch came along. Right, which doesn't make any sense because they weren't doing well before Stitch even showed up. So yeah, like she had her her problems and nailed the door shut and had nothing to do with Stitch. Yeah, so it doesn't make any sense, David, idiot. But then, so the next morning, David shows up and he, says, "What? That he found a job for her and she only has to pay him back by dating him." Well, that's bribery or something. Is it only bribery? Yeah, no, what's, I meant the other term, not forgery. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, um. Blackmail? Yes, blackmail. That's what I meant. I have to learn this stuff now that I'm going to expand to criminal law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But he's just like, okay, I got your job. And she leaves her alone again. Right. It's like four to six year old or whatever it is. Right before the CPS guy is supposed to show up. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then Stitch is getting chased by all the... Because, oh, Stitch left in the night, right? Yeah. And he had the ugly duckling book. Yeah. Really, um, and was reading that thematically, whatever. So he's coming back getting chased by those other guys. And then they... Knocked down the whole house. Yes, the other guys got fired, so they were no longer under the restraints of the intergalactic, what you call it. Yeah. So then they could just shoot up things. And- right. So the house gets all knocked down, and then, what, like, the guy shows up? Lilo calls him. Oh, right, right. And he's like, oh, it's okay, my dog found the chainsaw. And yeah. <laughs> so. And then her sister sees um, the fire truck mm-hmm. pulling in. And is like, don't turn left. And then goes back, the house is all knocked down, and then everybody's mad at everybody. And Lilo's like, no, Stitch, go away, I hate you. And Stitch shows her his real, his true colors are shining through. Mm-hmm. And then there's a whole bunch of... Pointless nonsense. The CPS guy puts Lilo in the car and Lilo hears that she's being taken away. So she gets out the other door and runs away. And then the shark guy captures both Stitch and Lilo. But then Stitch gets out somehow yeah. and Lilo's still in there. So they have to go save Lilo. And he asks the, the two people who are hunting him after they catch him to help him. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay. Uh, and they made a joke out of it that he just agreed so quickly. He's like, he's very persuasive. Yeah. At least they acknowledged it. Yeah, at least they acknowledged it. <laughs> um, the ridiculousness of it. But they go save Lilo and, and all that. And one thing, okay, one thing I definitely will say is that virtually all the characters are balanced. Like, they have positive and negative traits. Uh, the I mean, David's pretty generic. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. There's I don't know. There's not much positive to the one t- big guy who shows up at the end to try sure. to solve it all. Uh, but everybody else is, is balanced, mm-hmm. you know? And that's tough to do. And it makes it more... If it didn't have such a goofy freaking plot 90% of it and had so much filler that didn't wasn't necessary then it would have been it could have been really good yeah so anyway they they just the one lady shows up and then he's like okay i'm going to respect authority and just go into the ship now well then that could be just part of his last little turn what like he's he's come full circle and realized that he's not supposed to be dangerous and he's Oh you mean like, arc wise yeah. like for the character okay yeah i yeah i guess that's fair yeah. Cuz he was he wasn't fighting going with the other guys too bad either. It was just let's go save Lilo first. Okay. Um but so he so that happens and she's like, "No, you're going to be okay. You'll be banished here forever after the little girl shows that she bought him legally yeah. based on earth law." Rover, what are you doing? Rover, down. 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 I know you want to be part of this, but you can't speak English. You revealed her identity. I'm sorry. You want me to edit it out <laughs> so we can't attach it? I'll put in a different name. <laughs> like Rover, Rover, down. <laughs> I'll just throw that in there, okay? Rover, down. Rover, no. Rover, down. You can't speak English, Rover, okay? <laughs> so it's nice. not, you have to ask her. <laughs> you need to get her approval. So that's it on that movie? Is there anything else? I don't think so. That's it? I think so. Ready to compare them? Yeah. Okay, well, we have to watch out for... Because we missed the yeah. middle, both of us. Yeah, I missed the middle of both of them, so that equals out. Yeah, but um, it doesn't happen very often where we both fall asleep. True. So, okay.
ridiculous. Are you going to buy things? At some point, maybe, but not right now. Well, let's hope not, because we're recording. <laughs> there you go, quoting your favorite movie. I knew you were going to Treasure Planet. I just listened to that episode where you accused me of that before. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Um, are no, you I'm ta- not buying anything because we're going on vacation. We are? Yes. Oh my gosh, are you excited? Yes. I'm pretty excited too. Anyway, uh, this is Bambi versus Lilo and Stitch. Correct. Animation. Category one. Bambi. So, I mean, right off, right out of the gate, there are two very different movies. Extremely different, yeah. Bambi's more soft and muted it's you know more about creating a uh, feeling and this atmosphere an atmosphere mm. and a, like telling story through those visuals where Lilo Stitch is just vibrant and bold and in your face yeah and it's just it's move 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 go mm-hmm. go go as opposed to Bambi which is ruminate right you know experience the atmosphere experience the setting and so Bambi there were at least two images that really struck me um one the one where his mother jumps in front of him in silhouette right and the one where they're standing on the waterfall yeah on the waterfall both of those just blew me away i really really like those i mean kid nostalgia why i like why ways way i'll i don't know that i like when uh the butterfly is on Bambi's tail because, like I said, I remember having a toy posed like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then overall, just throughout, like I kept. I think in the beginning, I was disinclined to like it. I wanted Bambi? to say, it. yeah, Bambi. I, I wanted to say I didn't really like it, but it really grew on me over time. How spindly. <laughs> Bambi and the mother were yeah uh, you know they did that well it's something about that just became endearing at first it annoyed me and it became endearing over time I felt like like especially the fire scene was so rough though so rough yeah like at the end fire scene Mm -hmm. what was rough about it it just didn't look like fire like it would I don't I don't know how to explain it it just was red and orange thrown over everything see and i thought it was creative because i thought they were working within their limitations their animation limitations and it was just like bursting from this side bursting from that side and and it really conveyed the terror and and um, overwhelming aspect of it without just i don't know when you think about fires in modern movies it's just like okay there's fire here fire behind them and that's it yeah Throughout, I mean, when it comes to... Because it changed the seasons. You know, it went from spring and it had fall and it had winter and it depicted all those. And those images really stick out to me. Yeah. And Bambi running through the snow and, and trying to figure it out and falling deep in the snow and having to work work his way out. And uh, Thumper thumping his, his foot and meeting the girl... <laughs> Rabbit. Uh, those those images stand out to me, and I couldn't remember any of this except for the you know one plot element that everybody yeah. knows. But those images stuck out to me. And Lilo and Stitch. What about Lilo and Stitch? What are your? I mean, I liked the water scenes. I thought like the surfing and the water was they were done well. And yeah, she I had think monster calves. Cute. Yeah, you you <laughs> were you were all over her proportions from the first time she was on the screen. They're pretty freaking weird. Uh, I mean, nobody can knock her over. She's like Anne. <laughs> Way to plant, Anne. <laughs> so that's a plus, but um, what else? Lila was cute. Stitch was unique-ish. I really liked Stitch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think all of... I liked the look of all the characters, I think, except for maybe the alien characters. Yeah. Uh, like The people characters I all liked. 
I did not like the CIA guy's eyes. His eyes? You yeah, want him but, to keep the glasses yeah. on? Yeah. <laughs> All right. But there was something after school cartoonish about the aliens that kind of bothered me for some reason. Yeah. But I liked Stitch and Lilo, I think, the most. She was just well animated. She was funny. She was, uh, I don't know, she just looked right. Yeah. And um, some good movements. There were certain things about, like, action sequences and that kind of stuff that didn't really vibe well. Yeah. There's something about shooting the laser guns and different things that they do. Like when he was hitting with the with the Volkswagen, I liked that part, but that was the only one that really I actually enjoyed looking at. Yeah. Out of the action sequences. Like when the planes and stuff were doing their stuff, it didn't really appeal to me at all. And when he was on the initial ship, it didn't appeal to me at all. I liked the fire spinning. Yeah, that if looked I, good. <laughs> if I'm going to compare movies just based on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wins in the fire category. Yeah. Fire guy. Uh, so fire guy got the animation on that. But yeah, that looks really good. And like you said, the surfing looked really good. Yeah. Well, which one do you give it to if you have to pick? I'm going to get up the form. I'm going to get up the form. You don't have a form. Excuse me. Are you dissing my <laughs> method for recording this? Yes. Because <laughs> I just put it on a, on a document. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. No. What is this called? Bambi versus Lilo and Stitch. Hmm, I don't like that. What don't you like? It went on another page. <laughs> you wouldn't. Uh, so what goes with animation? I'm trying to give you first say on who wins. I don't want first say. You don't want first say? Mm-mm. All right, well, I, maybe not edge it. Maybe, I think I give it to Bambi. I just, it was more unified. It was more enjoyable throughout beginning to end. There's nothing that really nagged at me or anything like that. And there are some images that the framing and the, the look of them are, are very good. Just didn't like how muted it was. What do you mean how muted it was? In spring it wasn't muted? Yeah, it was. was when that? they're all in the meadow and all the other bucks are out there, they're just like shadows of characters like drawn. I just didn't like that. Okay, well, <laughs> I tried to give you first say. What's your second say then? You just like the bold colors of Lilo and Stitch? I don't know that I like those either though. <laughs> so you could have picked Beauty and the Beast for this one? Yeah. <laughs> I give this one to Up. I already made that joke by saying Beauty and the Beast. Well, I didn't And you just made the the same joke with Up. You didn't choose the right one. So draw for you? Yeah. Oh my god, you have to make it so complicated. Why do you have to go and make things so complicated? Uh, 90s people. So what's... Okay, what's... Who won? You gave it to Bambi. Just put a B for now. No, this is how it works. Character. So Bambi, what do you have to say about character? Oh my god, do you have to always be moving yes. and doing something and sending shockwaves through the microphone? Yes. Um, I mean, I like Thumper, I like Bambi. I mean, I just, they're likable characters. Just general likability? Yeah. Okay. I, I do like the the daddy prince. Yeah, there's something about, the, he doesn't do a whole lot, but when he comes in, he really does kind of... He captures the scene. Like yeah, he, takes the show. Yeah. That's very true. I didn't even think about that. I don't like David. I don't like the other two alien people. That's from Lilo and Stitch, right? We didn't have a David and alien people in Bambi. Correct. Okay, just making sure. Like I liked Lilo. I liked her sister. They were both annoying and likable. I don't know the word. <laughs> yeah. I used like a lot. <laughs> well, Stitch is a little jerk, but... 
comes around at least. Right. Um, For me, Bambi, Bambi has an arc, a legitimate arc that goes all the way through, even though it, it's slow going, you know, for the first 45 minutes of the movie or whatever it is. Uh, but Bambi eventually gets that arc where he realizes that he has to step into that role. It's like Henry the Fourth. He's just got Henry the Fourth to Henry the Fifth. He's got to get into that role and stop being a little wuss and, and realize you, you've got to understand what's going on here and, and pull it together. Thumper, I think it's more likability than complexity or arc. Yeah. And same thing for most of the other characters. I think there's a little bit more to the prince guy, like you said. You just, you feel the weight of having lived a long time and, you mm-hmm. know, been been the wise one and been through a lot of stuff. You feel that without him having to talk about all that stuff. Right. You're like, oh, back in the 30s, I had to, you know, nothing like that. I love that you don't ever see humans. Yeah. You know, you only hear the shots occasionally. The mother, she could kind of slide into the generic mother character, but I think there's a little bit more to her than that. Feline was just a little wench. <laughs> a wench? Uh, <laughs> what did she do? She's just a little... I wanted to say the B word. Oh. She didn't do anything but get in Bambi's way and make him... Yeah. Bambi, where are you? Bambi, come save me. Bambi, help me. Yeah, that's kind of... Uh, Bambi, you're so bashful and shy. Bam- <laughs> that's kind of part and parcel of, of the females in the movie, though, right? Because yeah. they're all defined by those kind of uh, very straightforward characteristics uh, where they don't get to be the alpha role. Um, It's not like lady... <laughs> We're gonna go with girl squirrel. No, girl squirrel. I was hoping there'd be like an analog to girl squirrel in this that would be like a boy squirrel or a girl squirrel that they would be. We could put them together, but no. I mean, nobody can stand up to girl squirrel. Like nobody's good enough for girl squirrel. Let's just be honest about this. (laughs) So I was hoping for it, but it didn't happen. And then other than that, yeah. So Lilo and Stitch. I like I said. Most of the characters are really balanced. They have bad characteristics, they have good characteristics, and they did enough to make sure that the good outweighs the bad to where you like those characters and they're more complex for it. Yeah. Especially Lilo and her sister. Like, I get annoyed with her sister constantly because I'm like, what the, you're leaving her again? Like, be a better, you know, provider. Uh, why don't you have a job? God. <laughs> and she gets annoying. I think David is likable enough. He seems, you know, supportive and, and just there. I wish they would have left out, oh, you date me then thing. Um, he, if he would have just said something like, oh, I'm happy to help or, or something like that, that'd yeah. be more endearing. And I like Stitch. I just like that he's he's struggling with those inclinations so if i had to pick like if i'm picking one i pick lilo and stitch for character because <laughs> i was going bambi were you yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> just general likability pushes it over for I you i think so all right so me i picked lilo these and stitch are just hard ones. Bambi. these ones are so different that it's it's really difficult to compare them so it yeah. makes sense that we're all over the place uh storyline plot bambi yeah I'm saying, what What about Bambi? Bambi. <laughs> you just pick Bambi. I mean, I agree, but... <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's a well-done coming-of-age story. It really is, yeah. It's it's really, it's clean, it's balanced, it's got emotional ups and downs, It's it builds up everything that it's working for, it's, I mean, and like I said, I got completely reinvested in it by the end. Mm-hmm. You know, I had lulls where I was bored with it, and then I got completely reinvested. That's really difficult to do. And like Lilo and Stitch, you know she's not going to be taken away. Like, they can't, 
You know they're going to end the movie with them <laughs> together. Yeah. But I think more than that, it's the fact of so many plot points are artificial that it makes you not invest in it. Yeah. Like, you like the characters, but you don't invest in the plot. You don't really care how it's going to wend its way through the rest of the movie. Right. And there are a bunch of artificial elongators, too. Just like, oh, and now they're chasing him in this way, and they're chasing him in that way. And now they're chasing them, and there's more people chasing. And it's just like, come on. Like, there's not much to that. Right. <laughs> so, I think... Bambi for sure. Bambi. Yeah. Okay. We agreed on one. <laughs> no way. Uh, music. Uh, go I have a bias. You have a bias? I don't care for Elvis's music. Oh, no. <laughs> so I like the Hawaiian songs and the the Hawaiian melodies. Of I kind of love the Hawaiian like, songs. Yeah. I think they pull it so nicely. Like, I don't think the Elvis is necessary. Maybe that's why I fell asleep. The whole time I fell asleep is an Elvis montage. I fell asleep toward, to that, too. So maybe I caught your um, <laughs> your defensive narcolepsy. Maybe. But but like we talked about in the Bambi synopsis the music drove the story like yeah. it was well paired and it helped tell the story and set the tone and it's completely integrated the one song that had a lot of words uh the spring one or whatever the april something mm-hmm. i i really loved that song <laughs> I, I liked it a lot i don't know why this plays in, in, into memorability but i sing that self to myself when it's raining in april <laughs> do you yeah <laughs> like if it's a, if especially like when i have to walk the dogs or something out when mm. i have to be outside or if so, anything like that it'll start just going through my head what do you drip, drip, drop little April showers? Yeah, I like that one a lot. But I do like when I hear the song from Lilo and Stitch, the, the Hawaiian roller coaster. Yeah, ride. yeah, every time, yeah, it just it sticks 100%. And I really like it, and it really encapsulates that uh, the emotions that are going on at the time, right? So I really like that, but. I just the fact that they were able to integrate the music so incredibly well uh, and um, that one song that really sticks out I I give it to Bambi what I don't know that I do you're giving it Lilo and Stitch I don't know oh my gosh or a draw no it's not a draw it's not a draw no because I mean they both have their points it's not like I can't choose because they're both terrible yeah I feel like I only give draws if I can't choose because they're both terrible <laughs> yeah but if they have good points there has to be one that outs- outweighs the other we're going there hey yeah we are it's not Dubai <laughs> <laughs> No, I keep I keep thinking I want to jump off of something and hold the yeah <laughs> do paraglider you? yeah and we could get in there easily that way. <laughs> so what do we what are you picking then for this is music yeah music Lilo and Stitch what yeah I'm so there might be a problem here because you missed the Elvis if you had heard the Elvis you might be completely it's on the true. other side it's very true <sighs> Bambi Lilo and Stitch. Oh my god, like I don't even know how to do the math on this. <laughs> I don't remember uh, calculus. I'm not going to be able to figure out who wins here. So memorability. So uh, when it comes to penetrating of culture. Um, Thumper has definitely... I've seen some Thumper th- stuff. Th- yeah. I've seen people with Thumper tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think I've seen people with Stitch tattoos as well. I don't know if I've seen that. But, I loved Thumper growing up. I mean, the Thumper thing. If you don't ha- got anything nice to say, <laughs> then don't say nothing at all. Yeah. Is definitely permeated. Yeah, there was something else that he said too that I've seen in a meme a hundred times. Yeah. But I can't remember what it was. Um, I think Twitter pated. Yeah, yeah. Definitely has. That was the beginning of Twitter, Jack Dorsey. Is that true? <laughs> 
meant to look it up and just call you out in all kinds of ways, but I don't yeah, even know who Jack else? Dorsey is. Oh so. my gosh, she's the CEO of Twitter. Yeah, I, fig- I mean, I made that assumption, but maybe you were talking about Jiminy Glick again. And- oh yeah, well, yeah, you can suspect that. Exactly. Um, what else? From Bambi, or, I mean, clearly, well, the mother dying. Well, just what else about, yeah, the mother dying. Spoilers. Uh. Um, I mean, Lilo and Stitch a little bit... What? I was just going to say something, but now I don't know that I, I, I may just negate my own point. I was going to say, they are taking out, if they have not already, I think actually they're at the Lilo and Stitch experience at Disney World. Are they really? Yeah, like, gone. Because it just didn't pull the crowds like it was supposed to. Like, yeah. It was, you know, when it, when it was open, it, they already only had it open when they were trying to release, you know, to relieve lines in other places. It wasn't <laughs> just like always open. Right. But then I negate that because I don't know that there's any Bambi experience at all. I have no idea. Yeah. So that's even then. Yeah. But, okay. Like personal memorability from Bambi. Is there any extra stuff? I mean, it's all the same stuff that we just talked about. All the stuff that permeated culture is what I remember. Yeah. And those two images. And I think the the full rounding out of Bambi's character is, I really like how that was done. How they got to really sit in on it and, and earn that. Yeah. Throughout the whole movie. And then Lilo and Stitch. I just, I like Lilo and Stitch. I like the, it's the characters. You yeah. Know, you don't all. remember anything that actually happens. Right. I don't remember the story really. Plots just... nonsense. Yeah. The fire twirling. I'll remember that image. But, and there's nothing really beyond that that I can think of that permeated culture. Yeah. I mean, Stitch a little bit, but Lilo, not even. Nobody <laughs> references Lilo. I mean, they had their own spin off cartoon. <laughs> Did but, they? Mm-hmm. And there was a sequel, but mm-hmm. there also was a sequel to Bambi. Yeah. I would say Bambi probably did permeate and have more memorability to it. Yeah. Yeah. So Bambi? I think so. I think Bambi too. Although I don't know what that means. Does Bambi have, did Lilo and Stitch, were there ever McDonald's toys? Of Lilo and Stitch? I feel like there must have been. Yeah, there must have been. I mean, every one of those movies that came out there was. I think I actually remember having one now of Little Stitch. (laughs) Yeah, I might have too. Uh, That'd be weird. We both had Bambi and Lilo and Stitch toys. Because I, I had that. Weird. That's pretty weird. <laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, you... so first category is Bambi Draw, then Lilo and Stitch Bambi, then Bambi, then Bambi Lilo and Stitch, then Bambi. Well, so yours are four and one, Bambi. Right. right? Mine are two and two, Bambi, Bambi, Lilo, Bambi. No, mine are three and one. So either way. It, it is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't read it. I was just like going blank looking at it. Yeah. So Let's, Bambi wins, yeah. even though it got freaking wonky. Try to go it's, through that. It was close. And what, it was seven and one, two, three, four, five, five and one, two, five and two total. Yeah. Yeah. Well, remember you hated Lilo and Stitch before we did this. Because I don't like Elvis. <laughs> it was just the Elvis? I think so. That's, that's the only thing I have against it, I think, is that they use Elvis in the soundtrack. All right. Um, but that's Bambi. Bambi wins this category. Are you looking up the thing? Yeah. Last one in this region. Toy Story 3 and Pocahontas. Toy Story 3 versus Pocahontas? I have to say I have seen Pocahontas about four times this summer. This summer? You yeah. watched it with the little ones? Well, because that's what the one that I was sharing a room with most of the time wanted to watch when she went to bed. Oh, all so right. well, let's pe- see. Papa would put it on for her, and I'd be like, "I am not watching this again." <laughs> so you the last know time though, well. my what? sister put it on in French for her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is that funny too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so Toy Story three, I've never seen versus Pocahontas, which I don't remember ever watching it all the way through. You've never seen Toy Story three? Nope. 
Huh. Sure haven't. Okay. Okay? Yep. Good to go? Yep. Moving on? Yep. Do you want ice cream? I think so. Okay. Bye. Are we going to shop too?